Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. Hey everyone, um, thank you for being here in the room. Thank you for listening, uh, if you're listening online. Uh, let's pray real quick and then we'll, uh, we'll talk about this for the next couple of minutes. Father, we thank you for this morning. God, we thank you for the time that we've been able to spend in prayer praying that you're going to do things that that God only you can do. And Father, we pray that this morning you would open up our hearts, God, to hear from your word. God, translate it uh, the way that we need to hear it. And Father, uh, say the things to us that we we desperately need to hear from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, This scripture is... um, I mean, it's, it's talked about a lot um, in, in different contexts, uh, but maybe some of you, uh, this is a little newer to you. Um, it's 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6 through 8. Paul's talking to Timothy. He says, this is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. Um. So when, when Paul says, I remind you, he's saying, I've already told you this, but I'm saying it again. That's so important to realize. Uh, in any leadership position, saying one thing one time is not enough. And saying one thing ten times is not enough. Uh, as, um, as any parent knows, uh, you can say things a hundred times. And it seems like somebody doesn't get it yet. Um, And so if it's important, then it needs to be reminded. If it's important, you need to say it a million times. And and how important it is really means, okay, this is how many times I need to say it. I mean, I'm even thinking about Jess and I with Watson right now. Like his thing right now is now he's discovered his own will. And it's so annoying because he used to be so happy-go-lucky, and now everything is what he wants. And so now we're constantly redirecting and constantly teaching him, nope, 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 this is how we're going to do this. This is how we live as a family. This, and, and I'll tell you, he remembers in a moment and forgets it in five seconds. But this is how everybody is. And so we, we, we can't get sick of, as leaders, reminding and... If you're in a spot where you aren't the leader, don't get tired of hearing things again. And don't make those things familiar. And don't, oh, I've heard this. Like, have the leadership inside yourself to make it new. And to be like, oh, God, I don't want this to become old. I don't want this to become something I've heard over and over again. Uh, This is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So never be ashamed to tell others about our Lord. And don't be ashamed of me either, even though I'm in prison for him. With the strength God's give you, God gives you, be ready to suffer with me for the sake of the good news. Um, going back to the beginning uh, of that passage when... Paul says, um, I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. Um, I was reminded 
uh, of or or I just started thinking about this idea of fanning a flame and thinking as leaders sometimes we can get caught trying to start a lot of fires but not fanning into flames things and people so what that means is we see where, oh, this person doesn't even have anything yet, and I'm running around trying to start all the fires. And if anybody knows anything about fire, starting fires takes a little more time. And you've got, sometimes have to be a little more, uh, oh, we got to get this piece over here and get this thing over here and this thing over here. But when you fan into flame something, it's already burning. And you're trying to make it better and better and better. And so I'm, try, I, I, I'm trying to remind myself again that there are, uh, there, there's something in leadership that you want to make sure that you have a lot of your energy going to people that are already on fire and that you want to make them even better and you want to let them even grow into a bigger flame instead of running around trying to start so many other fires that other that there are fires that are in um in your uh, control or in your team right now that are starting to dwindle because you're not spending the time working on that. But then I, I, I so I thought that, but then I also thought, but I love how Paul told Timothy it was his responsibility to also fan into flame. And I don't want us to be the leaders that we're, we're thinking that it's our responsibility for everybody else's personal relationship with Jesus. Every single person on our team should be encouraged to fan into flame their relationship with God. So make sure that you're not everybody else's personal Holy Spirit. So make sure that you're not everybody else's God. That, you, that you're not everybody on, on somebody's team, that, um, that they look at you for their relationship with Jesus. Because what you, you start getting is a bunch of people who are trying to get their flame from you instead of from God. And that, that thing isn't building the way it needs to be. And so then when you don't start fanning into flame, the gift that God has given you, the, the, the stuff that God's put on the inside of you. If you don't wake up in the morning or if you don't have that time in the middle of the day or if you don't have that time at night where you're fanning into flame your relationship with God and the only time you start feeling alive is maybe at a church service or when somebody else is praying, like you got to have that on the inside of you. Like that stuff needs to start burning just with you and God. Like, it has to be there. And if it's not there, then a lot of times you're not fanning. You're not going to be the flame that you need to be. You're always going to need a spark when you come to church. You're always going to need something to start you and get you going. But what also happens, and, and this is what I, uh, what I was picking up on with Paul, he said, Hey, fan this into flame. Get this thing going. Remember when I prayed for you and, and, and there was something that God has done on the inside of you. Then he said, then Paul said this, 
For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity. So, so the, the inference here is that if you don't have this flame that's being fanned, if you don't have this inside relationship with God that's growing and growing and growing, what will build is fear. What will build is timidity. Because he said, hey, I remind you to build this flame and fan this flame because God is not Timothy. God has not given you a, a spirit of fear and timidity. So Paul's talking to Timothy and he's saying, hey, I, I want you to make sure that your relationship with God is, is really growing and growing and growing. Because if it's not growing, Timothy, what will grow is this fear. And what will grow is this timidity because you are young and there are people that are older than you. And you might think that I can't step into this conversation, Timothy. And you might think that you can't be the leader that God's called you to be. And you might think that you're worse off than you are. And you might think that, man, I can't be everything that God's called me to be. All that happens because you don't have the fire that's building up on the inside of you and you're fanning that thing into flame and you're not reading your Bible and you're not praying and you're not asking the Holy Spirit to fill your life and you're not asking heaven to infiltrate your heart all of a sudden because that stuff isn't growing and that fire isn't burning on the inside of you. What happens is fear starts building. Timidity starts building. You start backing away from the places that you should be as a leader and you start thinking, well, that's not my responsibility and I can't do that and, and I'm not good enough to do that and you're in worship services where the Spirit of God is moving and all you can think about are the things that you've done wrong and the things that you could do better and you think about, well, I couldn't do this and I shouldn't be like this and I can't believe I have thoughts like this still and what's wrong with me? Timidity and fear starts building because the flame isn't being fanned. And he says, don't, Timothy, don't, you got to fan this thing into flame. Because this fear and the timidity will start growing. And then he reminds us again, remember what God has given you. Timothy, God's given you power. And I wonder how many of us understand that God has given us power when we walk in life. I think a lot of us understand God's given us grace. I think a lot of us understand God's given us forgiveness. I think a lot of us understand God's given us mercy. But do you understand God's given you power? Like power. Like when you sing, like uh, for the worship team, when they sing worship songs, sing in power. When you serve in kids, you serve with power. When, when you're serving in that new guest tent, you serve with power. Like, God has given you power. And when people have power, they use it. You know, so, so, so we got to understand God's given us power. What does power look like in the kingdom of God? Uh, you step into places that normal people wouldn't step into. You say sentences that maybe other people wouldn't say to people. You have confidence that doesn't come from you, it comes from God. He says you're given, he's given you a spirit of power, and then he says he's given you a spirit of love. And, and man, can the, these things have to be intertwined. 
Because power without love, a lot of times, will roll over people. But love without power, a lot of times, will not jump into situations that it needs to be. Power and love. Just don't be a warm blanket to somebody. Be a shelter to somebody. That's power and love. We're a church that has power and love. They work hand in hand. They're not opposites. They're intertwined. And then he says this. He goes, but power, love, and self-discipline. This is awesome. Because most everybody in the whole entire world would say, I wish I was a little more self-disciplined. For all of you who are really super self-disciplined, I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> you make me sick. You know, like, I, but I'm talking to all of the regular people, not the cyborgs. And, uh, and, and how we would always look at our life and say, I wish I was a little more self-disciplined. I wish I had a little more control of who I am. And I just, I want us to be reminded again, when you start fanning into flame the gift of God that's on the inside of you, guess what grows? Power, love, and self-discipline. So if you feel like you're a little low on self-discipline, where you need to start is not, well, I just got to get better at doing this, and I just need to be more disciplined. No, that's, that's like trying to work from a way wrong angle. Where you need to start is I need to fan into flame the Spirit of God on the inside of me. Because when that happens, then self-discipline will happen. Then you'll start feeling, again, where okay, this is where I need to be, this is what I need to be doing, um, and, and all of a sudden things get easier and easier and easier to do. The things that you really want to do, the life you really want to live, the person you really want to be, all of those things get easier and easier because why? Not because you were like, well, I just got more disciplined. No, I started fanning into flame the gift of God that's on the inside of me. And because of that, I, 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 power, love, self-discipline. And then he says, so never be, never be ashamed to tell others about our Lord. And don't be ashamed of me either, even though I'm in prison for him. With the strength God gives you, be ready to suffer. And, and I think sometimes we, we don't realize that um, we're, more, uh, we're more apt to be ashamed of who we are, of where God has put us, of what God wants us to be, than we would more likely admit. I, I think shame leads us more than we would like to admit. I think, I think shame... Uh, Shame knocks more leaders out than bad morals. Shame um, puts more leaders in a, in a spiritual corner than leading where they need to lead, more than we'd like to admit. And I, and I love what Paul is saying. 
Paul said, don't, don't let shame rule you. Don't, don't be ashamed. Don't, don't back away from who God's called you to be. Even though I'm in prison, even though it looks like things are going downhill, like I, I need you to stand tall. Where does this all start? Fanning the flame. When, when I see people and, and leaders even in our church that are crippled by negative talk, negative self-talk, when I see leaders that um, are constantly backing away from who God's called them to be and feeling like um, they got shamed into the corner or, well, I just got, you know, uh, uh, Christians sometimes feel like they have to be, um, when they're not who they're supposed to be, they feel like they have to go in spiritual timeout. Have you ever heard this before? Or, or uh, maybe you've done this to yourself. Well, I just have to go in spiritual timeout right now. Or I just got to sit in a corner and think bad about myself and think bad about who I am. And, um, and then after a, a period of time, then I think God is happy with me again. And then I can come back and be who I'm supposed to be. I just want to let you know that that is shame. And, and God doesn't operate in shame. Um, the moment you messed up, God forgave you. Actually, the moment before you messed up, God forgave what already you even didn't do yet. That's how powerful his grace is. Now, you don't know this unless you're not fanning into flame the things that you know who you're supposed to be and who you are. I just... This is so important. Remind yourself day in, day out, God, who am I? Who you've made me to be? Who, who the leader I am? Let that f just flame, 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 build and build and build. And, and as that happens, there's more self-confidence. There's more power. There's more love. There's more self-discipline. And there's less shame. And there's less, like, things that you feel like, oh, why am I not doing what I'm doing? And why am I not being the way? It's just less and less and less of that and more and more and more of who God's called you to be and who God says you are. And, and you're just reminding yourself over and over and over. So at the very end of this, there cannot be anything more more important than God build the flame inside of me. There, there just can't be anything more important than this. Fan, fan that thing. Give it oxygen. So what is oxygen to you with your relationship with God? What, what, are, what are the things that like you're throwing like, like huge, huge lumber on the fire that you're just like, is it, um, is it good people around you in a connect group? Is that, is that what makes, like, you just start getting better? Awesome. Do it more. Is it time to where you can journal and write and, like, and feel like God's talking to you? Awesome. Do it more. You've got to figure out what, um, this is so hokey, but I'm just going to say it anyway, because it just, it always, I, <laughs> I had a, a professor a long, long time ago um, that um, said this, and other people have said it too, because it was way back in the Christianese when you could rhyme and it felt more spiritual. Um, but my professor would say, you got to get, uh, you got to get under the spout where the glory comes out. 
And I was like, that is the dumbest thing <laughs> ever heard of. But that has always stuck with me because what it says to me is I, I just got to get under that place that I feel like where the spirit of God pours into my life. And where, for me, it might be different for me than it is for you. But you've got to get in that place. And you've got to let that flame be fanned and fan oxygen and just feeding that thing all the time so we can all be the leaders that God really has called us to be instead of living in shame, living in fear, living in guilt, living uh, with no self-discipline, no power, no love, timidity. Um, th these things are all happening because that, that flame not not being fanned. God, we pray that, um, Lord, you'd help every single one of us more and more uh, make sure that that flame is being built and built and built. And God, only you can and can really build the fire. And so, so Jesus, we're asking that would be continued in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.